When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williamson. It is the Just Joe Monday show where I get to talk pop culture, parenting, and uh, politics, and anything else that comes to mind. Before we get into it, want to ask that uh, wherever you're watching this or listening to this, there's probably a subscribe or follow button. Please hit that. I greatly appreciate it. There's probably a thumbs up or five star rating system, something to that effect. Also, very much appreciated. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all the homework. Got a fun one. Outside of the obvious World War Three that is probably going to happen, I uh, got some fun stuff to talk about. So, let's not delay. Let's get right into it. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Okay, so, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll ease into we'll ease into it. Uh, I I replaced a kitchen faucet last week. This is only noteworthy because one, I'm proud of myself. I did it. You can do it too, because if I can do it, you can do it. Relatively simple job. Uh, took me about three hours total, but. Two and a half hours of that was disconnecting the old uh, <laughs> the old faucet. Uh, holy crap. Whoever installed this thing did not want it to be uninstalled by an amateur in the future. Because that, it took like two and a half hours to uninstall it. And then 30 minutes to look up the new one. And the new one works perfect. So, uh, if I can do it, you can do it. This is only noteworthy for two reasons. Uh, one, I don't know how plumbers do it all day long and this might sound oddly sexual so uh bear with me but they're on their back a lot i was on my back in kind of awkward positions and uh i was reaching into hard to see areas and uh i was struggling to get the job done do you see what i did there also i scratched the shit out of my back because i kept rubbing it on the edges of under the sink, and then more than once, I banged the top of my head as I was getting out from under the sink, and uh, actually cut my head pretty well, pretty good, gave it a, gave it a pretty good scratch, to the point where my five-year-old, uh, six-year-old, excuse me, six-year-old said to me, what happened to the top of your head? It looks like it's bleeding, <laughs> and uh, it was, it was bleeding, so wear a hard hat but uh my, my hat and my fictitious hat is off tip of the hat to plumbers all over the world thank you for everything you do all right we're gonna talk about the war uh okay so uh i'm not the place to get your news i'm just gonna give you my take on it and what i know about it and my understanding of it but uh, uh don't come to me for hard-hitting news the occasional pop culture reference, fine, but uh, news, 
go to like CNN, BBC. I like the BBC. I find the BBC to be very even keeled in their reporting. But last week, after months, years of speculation, Russia finally took steps to actually formally invade Ukraine. And, um, you know, I, I think it's one of those situations where there was a lot of talk about it. Like I said, probably months or years of kind of speculation that this might happen one day. And then Putin just kind of said, okay, today's the day. And away he went. Um, what has been refreshing is the uh, the pushback from the Ukrainian people. And uh, I've got the image of Zelensky up right now with this quote that will live forever. When he was asked to leave, he said, The fight is here. I need ammunition, not a ride. When the statue of him is built, that will be the engraving. Uh, it's hell. I have a I have a couple of additional thoughts. One is there's a lot on social media about this. There are, there are TikToks being filmed uh, from the war zones. Um, there's a lot of imagery because Zelensky used to be a soldier of him in battle fatigues. Um, be careful of what you're consuming and its accuracy. Double check. Make sure it's a reputable source. Make sure the reputable source hasn't issued a retraction. Because what we're seeing is there's been so much coming from all angles that even the reputable sources are getting it wrong right now. And they're issuing retractions or they're no longer airing certain footage or they're taking longer to vet what is real and what is what is not. Uh, there was shit. There was one thing that was going around that ended up being a modified clip of a video game. And that that got headlines. That was making the round. So that's my first thought on this whole thing. My first thought is, please do your research. Um, and, and be careful. Just be, It's going to be easy to get caught up in some sort of thing that's been retweeted by a celebrity. Or vet. That to the best of your ability. The second thing I wanted to talk about is. I think. The. Meddling in the elections. Both the Canadian and the. US and really all. You know all this international interference we hear about during election time. And the, the hacking and the you know. They've been meddling in our elections. I'm not sure what people really understood that. What that meant. I think it's starting to hit home now. The meddling in the elections isn't necessarily just to disrupt our our election, but to disrupt our democracy in so doubt. So that when someone like Putin decides to make a, a move of this grand scale, there is, there is divisiveness within our own countries. It's not hard to see Republicans 
supporting Putin. Or maybe hedging their bet a little bit in the language they use and not outright decrying the invasion. Same thing here in Canada. You can find supporters of Putin. And it makes his job, Putin being, makes his job easier to invade. Makes his job easier to go forth and march forward. Thankfully, the world has, again, even for all of his efforts on dividing the countries up and attacking democracy, the countries have come forward and stayed together. And I believe this, he thought it was going to be a, a cakewalk, and I don't think it's going to be. Uh, I don't think Ukraine will fall. Again, what the hell do I know? But this could go on for a very long time. He vagued, he vaguely threatened nuclear action. Uh, look, if somebody is prepared to use nuclear weapons, uh, there's no guarantee you're going to hear this. <laughs> so let's just hope it doesn't come to anything like that. But um, and and one last thought that I, I've been kind of running through my mind as I, as I work through this myself is uh, China is watching this closely. They want to see what type of pushback the world gives when it comes to taking over another nation. Because they have been sitting there waiting to take on Taiwan. And I'm sure they are waiting to see how this plays out. Um, you hope they don't make a move at the same time. So the world has to choose. Or that we have to spread our resources too thin. But maybe they were waiting to see what type of pushback came. And if we let Putin just take it. Maybe they thought, well, we can take Taiwan too. Hopefully the precedent of um, the pushback has been sufficient enough to keep China at bay. And when this scare is over, and when this war is over, I think the world needs to do a little level setting of expectations. And, uh, and there's going to be a, some change in leadership, and it's going to be a long, long haul. This is just the beginning. We have gone from Trump to COVID. COVID's not over yet. But we went from Trump to COVID to fucking Putin trying to take over Ukraine. <sighs> so that's my thought on that. Uh, I don't pray, but if you are a prayer, now's a good time. Okay, I'm going to pivot now. <laughs> I'm going to pivot to the usual goofiness. And uh, it, promise, it'll be lighthearted from here on out. But I can't not talk about it. At least once. I talked about it. Gave you my feelings. Fake butt. That's the headline. <laughs> Tom Holland let it slip that... Uh, one of the Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Mans, one of them, Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire, has a fake butt in his costume. He didn't say which one, 
But now, my Google history is altered by typing in Andrew Garfield's ass, Tobey Maguire's ass, and doing really tight comparisons. Who do you th who, who do you think has the fake ass? You tell me. Uh, this is an update. About two weeks ago, I mentioned that those Netflix Marvel series were leaving. And we weren't really sure where they were going to end up. Well, we know now. They have decided to move over to Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Plus is going to launch them on March 16th. So, if you, you still have... I think today's the last day. <laughs> One more day to watch them on Netflix. Then you have to wait two weeks to maybe watch them on Disney+. Plus. Still haven't watched any of them. I'm still, I'm still really into the Arrowverse. Almost getting done, though. Almost caught up. Deadpool 3 news. Sort of. Ryan Reynolds has teased that news is coming sooner rather than later. And he can't wait to share it. I promise I'll talk about it. Deadpool uh, movies are phenomenal. I uh, love Ryan Reynolds. Uh... uh I still remember the first one really vividly, and I've kind of forgotten the second one. I think the first one had real cultural impact on me. The second one with Cable, uh, less so. So, stay tuned for news. This is literally a tease about a potential tease. The future is weird. This next one will be quick, I promise. Indiana Jones 5 has finished filming, and I don't care. No interest in this at all. They lost me on the Crystal Skulls. And finally, the Oscar hosts. Do you know the Oscars are coming? Oscars are coming uh, March 27th. And there's going to be a threesome hosting. There's going to be Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer, and Re Re Regina Hall. Regina Hall? Oh man, I'm butchering that. Uh, I apologize to Miss Hall. I will say this. Three fine individuals. No problem with any of them. However, there are two of them that I prefer not to be on that stage. And they're Miss Hall, because I don't want to butcher her first name, and Schumer. Just make this a Wanda Sykes show. Wanda Sykes has been one of the, if not the funniest woman uh, doing stand-up in America in the world for the last 20 years. I love Wanda Sykes. Legitimately, her stand-up and her delivery and her ability to steal scenes in TV shows and movies is second to none. And I would love to see her on stage roasting, a la Ricky Gervais, for three hours. I would love it. I'm really not sure what Amy Schumer is doing there. Amy Schumer doesn't quite have the pedigree. She's not quite, uh, I was going to say hot enough, but hot enough, not in terms of looks, but in terms of like, like five years ago, it would have made more sense to have Amy Schumer. She was kind of everywhere five years ago. Amy Schumer hasn't been in the news much recently. So I would much prefer a Wanda Sykes solo routine. So I hope that she takes the lead. And she kind of anchors it. And maybe the other two just kind of come in for various bits. But, uh, nah. This doesn't move the needle for me. 
It would have, though, if it was Wanda Sykes is hosting the Oscars. I would legitimately have watched it just to see her. But it's not the case. So they don't get my eyeballs. I'm sure they'll be crushed. Oscars again airing on March 27th. That's it. That's the show. A little more heavy than I wanted it to be, but I couldn't. I, uh, I legitimately kept, you know, do I talk about the war? Do I not talk about the war? Uh, I gotta talk about the war. And, uh, we'll probably have to talk about it again, depending on how the whole thing progresses. What's coming up? This is usually where I also tease what's coming up. So what's coming up is uh, Julie Burton interview. It's coming out on Wednesday or the next episode, whenever you're watching this. Last week's episode. Was it Steve Patterson? I don't even remember who I am. Oh, Amber Mack. Amber Mack was last week. Man, that was a lot of, that was so good. I almost forgot. Uh, she is just a delight. Um, and then I am interviewing Zach from Australia. We're going to talk uh, the influence that Australians have on kids shows right now. There's Micmacs. There's Wiggles. There's Bluey, which everyone knows and loves. And we're going to just talk about that. So uh, I'm staying up late, very late, to do an interview with him. Because he's 15 hours ahead of me. That has been a nightmare to try and schedule. So stay tuned for all that. Want to thank DeanBlundell.com. DeanBlundell.com, home of Canada's number one podcast network. And his very own podcast as well. I say it like I'm doing him a favor. His show is one of the biggest in Canada. <laughs> it's... Monday to Friday, three-ish. Uh, I've also started writing a lot more for him as well. I think I put up three articles last week on DeanBlendell.com. Pop culture, frivolous, funny stuff. Little tidbits. Uh, stuff I don't want to talk about on the show. He gets my B-roll stuff. But head over to there too if you want to read what I, what I say as well. Man, if you can't get enough of me, I'm available. And uh, that's it. Thank you for listening. Please continue to tell a friend, tell an enemy, and uh, be well, be safe. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening. Damn. Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster. And not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100%. Because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. 
Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world, and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.